0: Welcome, y'all, to the Osage County, Oklahoma podcast. We promise to keep it entertaining, and we guarantee the smiles are always free. I'm your host, Kelly Bland, and I can't wait for you to meet the guests we have today. Let's get started. Hey, Rob and Ashley, y'all to do a podcast? We are. All right. All right. Let's go. Well, hey everybody, this is Kelly Bland right here in the Po'Huska Chamber of Commerce office talking to Rod and Ashley Hartness from right here in Po'Huskas. Welcome to the Osage It podcast, y'all. How are you? Good. Good. Glad you could come in here. Thank Glad you for
1: having here. us. My
0: friend. Well, like I was telling y'all a minute ago, y'all impressed me when I first met y'all when I moved up here because y'all are just like this Iconic ranching family, neat family, lots of rodeo history in your family. I know we've got an event coming up we're gonna talk about, but for everybody out there listening, tell them a little bit about Rod and Ashley and where you're at with the rodeo life and the arena, a little bit about your past, a little bit about your present, and then we'll get to talking about what's coming up.
1: Well, our, uh, our rodeo life has slowed down quite a bit. Uh, we had a little boy, uh, wrote Benton Harkness, we call him Little Buddy. Uh, he's five years old now. So um, I mainly just try to go to some senior ropings and local ropings and uh, a few off. I'll go to Cheyenne, Deadwood, make that little circuit like that. Uh, but I, I used to compete you know, quite a bit. And so um, I, I'm just kind of the daycare daddy and uh, Ashley takes care of, uh, of her job with the casinos.
0: Yeah. So every time I look on Facebook and stuff, it seems like y'all are in Vegas at a, an event, at a rope or something, you know, or at an NFR and things like that. What, what, what's that involve in your life? How much is rodeo a part of your life?
2: I would say rodeo is a lot of our life. I mean, um, we love it daily, Rod Ropes every day. We have a little neighbor boy that comes over every day and I see that that Rod's attention has shifted to that. When we first got together, I mean it was all night drives to get to the rodeo the next morning so that he could make the um, NFSR. Um, But now it's more, since we do have rope, he um, is home more, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Um, but he also helps um, the kids. And so I like to see that. Um, so, you know, it's just nice that we get to um, be home and help and be more active in the community. Cause when we are on the rodeo um, road, we were gone and we didn't get to participate and we missed a lot of things. So that has definitely changed and that is really nice. But rodeo still is a huge part. Um, we try to put on several um, each year here. Um, and that helps, you know, Pawhuska and bring people here into town. But it also helps us do what we love and share our lifestyle with others.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I love your lifestyle as well. So, like, um, Rod, how old were you when you competed in your first radio?
1: You know, I did. Uh, Cody Garnett asked me the other day to do a do a uh, broadcast yeah. on the on the Ben Johnson where, and we're so lucky to have the Ben Johnson Museum here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've seen a lot of museums all across the United States. Mm-hmm. And this is, is, I would say, in the top two. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where I would put the top one, but it's, it's that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so growing up, my dad was a pipeliner. Okay. He was a superintendent on big major pipeline jobs. So usually when school was out, we, we went on jobs. I was on the pipeline. I mean, I started working when I was 15 years old. And a lot of people look at that nowadays and they say, how did you start at 15 years old? Well, the deal of it was we didn't have internet, we didn't have computers. Yeah. You wrote your, <laughs> I remember those days. <laughs> you wrote your age down. So instead of born in 63, I wrote down I was born in 60. So I was working seven days a week, 12 hours a day on the pipeline. And I really didn't start roping calves and stuff probably till I was maybe 11, 12 years old. And then they have a uh, had a club roping out here that uh, Dwayne Ramey, Blackie Ricketts, some guys that you, that you probably don't know, but you've heard of, Steve Thomas, uh, Charlie Chambers, uh, Phil Davis, a lot of guys like that, that Bill Holt, that formed their own steer roping club. You know, we we always had the Ben Johnson here, mm-hmm. but you never had anything for the guys that wanted to rope steers, so they formed this this association, those Steer Roping Association, and I, I joined that like my senior year. And I think the first roping I went to, I, I won two rounds and ended up third in the average. And I thought, oh my, well, heck, this is easy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, probably what it was was bait to get me along to take my money later on. I was going to say that's like a good day fishing. Once you have a good day, you think it's
0: easy and you, it's yes, to follow you, up. Yes,
1: ma'am. But but I was real, real blessed and real uh, uh, lucky. I had a, uh, uh, my uncle, Orban Garrett, was one of the best horse trainers here in this country. And uh, there was a guy named Bob Smith that if you do the research on the Ben Johnson, he ran the Ben Johnson arena for probably 50 plus years, was an old steer roper, and he lived on the Adams Ranch, which was now the the Sooner Land and Livestock Ranch. Well, they had a big arena over there, and we was really good friends, and, and he said, you come over and rope. And so I would rope, I would probably rope 100 head a day, and I would probably trip 30 to 40 head a day, every day, because I was riding a lot of outside horses and, and all that. So. I I was just really blessed and really lucky with with good people being around me and and, uh, so I started at a later age, but in the steer roping world at that time, uh, when I bought my card, there was really only me and Sean Burchett and Bobby Harris, past world champions, that was in our 20s. Everybody else was in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, because Steer roping used to be, when you're too old to rope calves, you rope steers. Yeah. So we was kind of known as these young, young hotheads, yeah. young hot guys, you know, and, and, uh, and we was very lucky to, to be able to rope good. And, and uh, so uh, it, it was just all a good blessing. And then I think it all, where steer roping for me came from, from those guys that I told you about setting up this steer roping club. Right. But,
0: so, like here in Pahuska, I know that Pahuska is known as the steer roping capital of the world. When did that title kind of get placed on Pahuska? In
1: 1986, when I won the Ben Johnson, when I won the uh, Cheyenne Frontier Days, Senator Dahl called me and said, how proud he was that, that I brought back the championship from Cheyenne because for so many years way back, if you won Cheyenne, you was the world champion because they mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of rodeos so uh, kind of like when Madison Square Garden was going on some uh-huh. years, if uh-huh. you won Madison Square Gardens, you would, you was considered the world champion so when I won Cheyenne uh, I, I don't know the record books but I, I think I'm the only guy from Bahuska to ever win the Cheyenne, someone like Cody would probably have to yeah. do the research, but but Senator Dahl called me and said um, we're gonna we're gonna make this the steer open capital of the world, and so they had a big get together at the fairgrounds, and they gave me a, a deal from the state recognizing me as as bringing the, the steer open capital of the world, and I still have it at my office, and so. Wow. Um, so
0: it it rests on your shoulders.
1: Well, I'm not saying it rested mm-hmm. on my shoulders. I was just awful lucky that day. You know, I, I, I everybody asked me, they say, "Well, well, uh, where was you sitting at?" And I said, "I went in the final sitting seventh. They used to be back, bring back the top fifteen, but I had I had one of the best horses going. I mean, guys like Tuffy Thompson, Troy Ford, uh, James Allen." Clem Expanding. everybody was, this is the best horse they've ever saw. He, he he could fly, he was a racehorse bred that my uncle helped, helped me with, Uncle Orban. And um, my first steer, I was, you know, I tied him down. Second steer, you know, I was right in the pack. But back then, the third round, because you rope three steers, the third round was the third run on the steers. So a 30 foot score, they are running. Nowadays, the third score, they're all fresh. So they, they just walk out. But back then, they was running. <clears throat> and I remember calling him and he said, don't worry. He said, you got the fastest horse there. You, you're gonna dominate it. And, uh, and I came back and I was 14 on my last year. and that, That's a heck wow. of a run. And so, one by one, guys kept going out. And the last guy to go was Roy Cooper. And I'm thinking, you know, I won second at Cheyenne. I never even thought about winning first. I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, you got you got an eight-time world champion fixing a rope right here. I got second. Now, that's that's better than I ever, you know, my second year to ever be here. I'm like, and, and Roy had a little tough luck on his last one. And then you was in shock. It's like they grab you. They say, hey, get over here. We're going to get your oh picture. You, you got to get your buckle. You got to, you know, at that time I was 21 years old. And I'm, I'm thinking i
0: was gonna ask you how old were you
1: then? yeah i was 21 21 and, uh, and beat Roy cooper well i i i, I drew good um i just <laughs> just the luck of the of the game you know it was, it, it was, just, it was your day. it was my day, day. it was my day but yeah. i you know I, I just when you ride those good horses you just got confident and said, there's nobody going to beat you it's kind of like my uncle used to always Uncle Orby used to always tell me, he said somebody like back then his, his big guys was Johnny Unitas and the footballer or, or Joe um um Broadway Joe, Namath and guys like that. And he said, they had those good receivers. They never even worried about it. They threw the ball. Yeah. That's how you are in the rope You don't you don't worry about nothing. Just go rope the horns. And and I was lucky and that's what I did and and it all paid off. <laughs>
0: I had you know, no idea that was because of what Rod did. That yeah. I didn't know that either. <laughs> well, I heard something new you know, today too. You know, that's outstanding. Yeah, you, you know, I mean, I.
1: Uh, you know that's putting your hometown on the map. That's what I'd call
0: yeah. that.
1: That's uh, you know, it, it, it's not me. It's Senator Dahl. I mean, you know, he he yeah. he knew Steer Oakland, and and and, uh, and he called me and 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 McSpadden called me, and and so you know everybody. You had Clem Expad, and you had you had Tuffy Cooper, which that's Roy Cooper's dad, and and uh, and then you had Jim Cooper with Jimmy's dad, and all these guys that that all knew horses, and and so everybody was saying this is your next world champion. There's nobody gonna beat this guy. he's, he's got the best horse. He's it, it just it's gonna happen. Well, I win Cheyenne, and I'm rodeoing with Ed Gaylord. And if you don't know Ed Gaylord, he owned the Daily Oklahoma, they owned the newspaper, they owned Grand Ole Opry, they owned the Lazy Arena. He's a multi-billionaire. And Ed come to me and said, hey, you, you want to go to some of these ropings and start heading for me, team roping? Well, I hate team roping. I, I, I'd rather go, I mean, just do anything, go to a team roping. But I'm like, well, yeah, you know, me and Ed's good buddies. Like, yeah, if you want me to go rope for you, I will. And so he'd fly his Lear jetty and over to Bordersfield and pick me up and we'd go off to to Phoenix and we'd go to Tucson and Denver, all them places and go rope, come back. And one day he asked me, he said, hey, what are you gonna do when you get tired of And I said, I wanna start my own pipeline company. And so that winter of 86, I went to his office and I said, hey, I'm ready to ready to do something. And I'm, and I'm really thinking in my mind,
0: no.
1: Two or three years down the road yeah well, let's kind of talk about it let's see how you want to do it let's he just pulled his desk door open went through it pulled out an old checkbook wrote me out a check said get going
0: oh my gosh
1: now so when i'm a 21 year old kid that's got a multi-billionaire that said i am going to back you in a company go do it and we had the old first national bank here and he called bill dickerson and he said you open Rod a line of credit the max you've got and I'll sign it and whatever you want, you let him have. Well, so what do you do? You, you, you've got the best horse going down the road. You're in your prime, but, but you've got a business here that, that guys have worked their whole life to try to do. And then I've got my dad over here that is probably the greatest pipeliner of all times with all this knowledge. I'm like, you know, I can rope when I get old. I'm never going to be able to have this opportunity like I've got now. So I went and you know, we started our business. We started working. And, and I'd still you a little bit on the side, not not near like it did when me and Ashley got together. When we got together, I was in my, I was 40s, late 40s and I was still making the finals, but we was, we was kind of rodeoing then. Back then, shoot, I'd send in horses with Doug Whitehorn and guys like that to take my rig, and I was on the job, and I'd just go jump a plane and fly there, get off and go row. And knock on wood, I, w- I was still making the finals, but you know, I, there wasn't gonna be a world championship because I had too many hands working that I was, their families were depending on me. Mm-hmm. You know, I have 50, 60 hands working for me that if I'm not working, they're not working. Yeah. So, I, I've just been blessed so many times. I mean, I, I wanted to be a pipeliner and I wanted to be a rodeo star. And, you know, yeah. and, and still today, when you when you talk Buddy Hartness in the unions, I'm not talking these little pipeline deals like they have running pigs and stuff like that. When you talk to unions, when you talk to Teamsters, mm-hmm. when you talk to operators, mm-hmm. when you talk seven ninety eight welders, you mentioned Buddy Hartness. He's a top of the line. They all know he's like a Trevor Brazil or Roy Cooper in the pipeline industry. Wow. So, you know, do I ever wish I, I would have just took off with those great horses and seen what I could have done? Yeah, but would I change what I've got today? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have nothing what I got today. There's only one Trevor Brazil. Yeah.
0: Well, and you got a nice place outside <laughs> that's of town. What, that's
1: too. what I'm saying. You know that 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 we've got a nice place. That nice place wasn't built by rodeoing. It was built by Pipeline. Yeah. But I never would have been in the pipeline business if it wasn't for the rodeo business. Because I never would have met Ed Gaylord. I never would have met. Uh, There's a guy named Ty Campbell up in Oregon that is one of my best friends that buys probably two or three semi-loads of pipe a month off of me that I've met through Rodeon. Wow. I I met a guy with Black Rock Ranch out of Idaho, and he decided he wanted to build a ranch down here at Decatur, Texas. He bought 300,000 feet of pipe off of me. Oh, my word. Just from Rodeon. So I mean. you, you, you can't, you, 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 you can't write a book. I mean, I can't write a book on what, what 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 it's done for me.
0: Would you consider yourself lucky or blessed? Blessed. Blessed. Blessed.
1: blessed. The yeah. good Lord looked after me. And, you know, I, I've told people for years, I said, you know, you can take everything I got today, and the good Lord's going to let me make double what I got today, next year. That's, that's just how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. just... The saying that, you know, you use a lot, of God is great. God is
0: great. Where's that yes, eight man. come from in there? You just like that eight? In I like that
1: great. eight. Yeah. yeah, it's a little something different, you know. Mm-hmm. Just God is great. Everybody see it, they say great. You know, they, they, they know yeah. what it is. Yeah. And, and so when God knows that we stay in faith with him, he, he's gonna reward us. Yeah. And, right. and, and uh, you know, I, I had a lot of rodeo partners on the same way, you know, they, they, they loved rodeoing. But they had businesses too that they took care of.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh that, Well and
0: y'all got another little side of business going too. Whose idea was it to do the air the bed and bath out there? It was mm-hmm.
2: actually Lauren Garnett. Okay. I can thank her. Mm-hmm. So um when we um, got the house, it was his parents' house, um, there on the ranch and so when we got that, we were just gonna turn it into a little bunk house for when his rodeo buddies came or guests came and you know, Pasco was booming, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, what are you gonna do with it?" And we were just man, eh, nothing. You know, we had no plans with it. And Lauren came to me, and she was like, "You need to turn it into a B and B." And at that time, um, they were they had theirs, and um, I think the Moores maybe had theirs. There wasn't very many in town at that time, um, and so we've had it over three years now. And so I give Lauren Garnett all the credit. Yeah. Um, we've been very blessed with that. Um, we are, right now we have some of the movie crew in there all the nice. way through the end of July. Um, and I mean, I'm already booking into November. So we have been unbelievably blessed um, with that. I enjoy it. We've met people from Italy have been here. <laughs> Um, they came in for the dances a few years ago, the SH dances um, the people in there are now obviously from California um, We had a girl come in from Hawaii a couple of weeks ago for the event that Joni was putting on mm-hmm. um, Here in town. And so we really have enjoyed it. I mean, we've had people from Celebrations of good things to celebrations of bad things and um, we've just you know, we enjoy our lifestyle and we enjoy getting to share that with others.
0: Yeah. Well, when people get online to look for it, it's called the Hartness Ranch Bed and Bath. Okay. And it's on Airbnb, Verbo, yes. it's out there. Yep.
2: How many will it sleep? It sleeps eight. It's four bedrooms, um, two and a half baths, it has um, a full living room, full um, kitchen, and then it has like a little sitting room um, that overlooks the ranch. Um, and. Um, It's really nice, I mean. It's fully provided, I mean, it's fully furnished. Um, Can
0: people board a horse out there too? Mm -hmm. Yes,
2: so um, last weekend was the Indian um, relay races and we had a couple of the teams stay in there and they kept their horses and that was a lot of fun. Um, Great people from Montana, they were off the Crow Reservation and we really enjoyed that. Um, So, and we do have a couple other people that board horses with us um, every day. Um, yeah, they keep monthly. horses out
1: there. And, and then they put on clinics down there in the indoor arena. Yeah. Nice. yeah. You know, that um, the, the house, my, I built that house for my mom and dad in 1989. And because their house burnt down, it was a, a bigger Indian home and everything, big two-story. And it, it burnt down. And so mom really, you know, she kind of had arthritis and she didn't want a bigger house. So so I had Taylor out of um, Bordersfield, Taylor Homes. He came over and built that house and uh, you know for them and then when Ashley took over she she uh, my mom and dad passed away and she went in there and just gutted the whole house wow. now, and I mean just new tile new paint new carpet new everything you know and uh, made it made it really really nice. We'll I mean, it was nice before. Don't get me wrong, but my mom and dad was kind of older, and you know, kind of the older, yeah. Yeah. you know, the older things it that he had lot of back remodeling in the old. just
0: upkeep
2: and maintenance, just making it more modern. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's kind of like guys would tell me in the rodeo business, you know, um, it don't cost that much more to go first class. You just can't stay quite as long. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nice location outside of town. Yes. Like I said, you've got an indoor arena out there and a great view. Uh, it's a it's a good place to be, a great place to stay. And my goodness, don't we need bed, baths and basket from all the
2: tourists? Yeah,
1: well, we do. I mean, it's just I tell you, between uh, from you with the tourism and, and now you're down here at the chamber, and I mean just. I don't know how, how you can just keep bringing people in for us, cause you just keep bringing them and in. in reeve and, oh, yeah. I, know. Yes.
0: I know, I know. And, and you this again. movie has been amazing. Yes, people. ma'am. It's it's a good place to be, though. You know, it's a yes. beautiful part of the country.
2: I, it is. I know. You know. We have. I mean, you know, and we even have people contact us all the time, just in the radio world. You know, with people coming in for our roping um, next weekend. You know, they'll ask, hey, can we stay in the B&B? And I'm like, I'm sorry, it's booked. Like 90% of the time when people call and they're like, hey, we're coming to town. Can we stay in your b and I'm like, I'm sorry, it's booked. And I mean, you know, people are just amazed at how, you know, full it always is. And I mean, I don't really think that people really understand how busy Pahaska is. I mean, you know, originally our goal was like, I was like, look, okay, we, if we don't rent. We don't want to rent it out. You know, we don't want someone here all the time. You know dealing with a renter so you know if we can rent it out five nights a month we'll be doing good five nights a month that was our goal and you know we're doing 30 nights a month and so i just i mean it is it's just great pasca is just growing and you know it's just such a great place to be and we're just blessed to be able to be a part of it and everything that's going on right now.
0: Well, Plasco's blessed to have y'all here too. Yeah. But okay, so we've got the Ben Johnson days coming up next week, and the Buddy Hartness Memorial Senior Steer Open is yes, one ma'am. of the events going on. Tell us about that.
1: Well, uh, my dad was just a um, just a fan of Steer Open. I mean, I remember as a young child, we'd go to Claremore, we go to 101 at, at Ponca, we'd go to Coffeyville, we'd go to, the ben Johnson every year, and uh, and then whenever I got started roping steers, other than the Pahuska Club roping they had here, that was it. You didn't have anything else, and so my dad's goal always was, you know, if you want to be tough, you go where the toughs at. Nowadays they kind of have handicaps and all that for everybody, but back when I got started, you know, when I had to go rope against, you know, Arnold Feltz, Charlie Lynn, Sean Burchett, Roy Cooper. You know, I didn't get any seconds off. You, you had to go in there, and if you want to be tough, you go beat the toughs. Mm-hmm. And and my dad was all for that. I mean, he said, that's how you're going to get tough. You, you, you don't get tough by going to a, a play day roping. You go tough by going where the big boys are at. Yeah. And and so... Swing for the fences. That's huh? it. Yes, ma'am. And, and so when my dad passed away, you know, we... we you know, I was really down for a few years just because, you know, my dad was my best friend. I mean, we, we was together every day, uh, working together, I mean, in the pipeline business. Um, no matter what we did, we were together all the time. So, uh, I mean, I actually thought about, you know, doing a memorial roping. And, and like I've told you before, I think that Ben Johnson's the best roping going down the road, but it's all on Sunday. So, you really, for the town people, when they come in and do it on Sunday, there's nothing really open for them or things. So I wanted to have two or three days of of roping, maybe bring cutting horses in or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know that much about that stuff, but I, I thought, well, I'll have mine on Friday, Saturday when it first started. Well, Delbert Kyler was having his on Saturday, and Delbert's one of my best friends, and there's no way I'd step on top of his roping, so. I thought, well, we'll have ours on Friday, and it just went off like gangbusters. I mean, when I started sending out, you know, like I sent to the unions, boom, how much money you need? What do you need? Let's do it. Osage Casino, you know, what do you need? You've got uh, last year alone from the ropings that we put on, we we, we gave to the senior association for their money. And for added money and prizes, we did over $15,000 worth. Wow. Right, now, right, right here in Huska. Right here in Huska. And, and you know, you, you can't do any of that without sponsors. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we, you know, we have Johnny Kelly down here at Barnstall. Yeah. That's one of my big sponsors. Uh j- yes. yes, ma'am. Just, just yesterday, uh, Tyson Johnson with the Sooner Land and Livestock came on board as a sponsor. Woohoo! Now, mm-hmm. you know, you don't, here are very many of them coming on as, as board. I sent a letter out to the Teamsters. How much you need? They're on board. Like I said, 798's been on board for me for two or three years. I think it's saw Wrangler's uh, on board too. Wrangler's, <laughs> Wrangler's one of my big sponsors. They've been with me for 15, 20 years yeah. uh, on all my shirts, my pants, and, and so they send me a bunch of Wrangler gift certificates for everybody. We have attorneys on uh, we have, and a lot of just individuals. Because like, what I do, which the memorial roping is for my dad, but I have my Uncle Lefty Robinson, which out of Winona, which was, which was, a lot of people don't know, but my dad, in a, in a blow-up accident, he had his neck and his back broke in four places. And so as a young youngster, I grew up with my Uncle Lefty down in uh, Winona. and until uh, my dad could get, get back to, you know, walking and stuff. And so uh, the fastest steer, we give a buckle away and don't, in memory of Uncle Lefty. And then one of my good friends and that I used to travel with and stuff, George Carter, passed mm-hmm. away. And so we do a buckle for George Carter. So I do, I, I try to do it around for memories for, for a lot of my good friends that I know too. It's got a lot of meaning in it. Yes ma'am, yes ma'am.
0: So what time and what day?
1: Friday the 18th mm-hmm. at 10 o'clock. Okay. If the weather permitting, we'll rope outside in the Ben Johnson Arena. If the weather's not, then we'll move inside to the Clarence Brantley Arena. Okay. So uh, we've been outside every year except last year. So so really we want to be outside. That's, that's, that's where it's at. I hope you're
0: outside because yes, I like ma'am. to be there and take pictures and the lighting inside the Clarence Brantley. It's really it's, hard it's to take It's hard indoors. Yes yeah. ma'am, it's hard out, indoors. Out. <laughs> Well, yeah, you, you always have a, a good group of senior steer ropers that come and support some of the best of the best. Yes, there. ma'am.
1: We have a lot of world champions there, you yeah. know, and and a lot of people will think, well, it's a senior roping, but it's kind of like golf on the senior tour. You know, I think last year, maybe three or four senior ropers made the national finals for the PRCA. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. Uh, there's a lot of tough senior ropers, you know. Like, I've got some really nice horses, and people ask me every day, you know, "Are you going to hit the road and, and go?" And I said, "I rodeo every day," and they're like, "You do?" I said, "Yeah, me and, me and Buddy rodeo every day out here at the arena." <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's my rodeo nowadays. I mean, I just don't care about going. Uh, like I said, the last few years that I did do, probably 2012, 10, 11, 12. 12 yeah. Ashley would she was teaching and she'd take off in the summer and, and she would get behind the wheel and drive all night long to get me from one rope to another. And and we got real lucky. We made the finals uh, two years and I blew my knee out one year. And uh, so, but, but I love it. I still rope every day. Uh, but, and anybody
0: that knows you knows it's in his blood well it's, it's like he it, it, it lives and well, breathes it it's just in his blood yeah, yeah.
1: I, i've been i've been very blessed like i said my uh, you do your research on orbin garrett and you'll see what kind of horse trainer he was and and he was he, he was the best and uh you know if i could just be half that i'll be happy
2: <laughs> we always kind of just slip on this thing of you know and it will be given back to you and Mm-hmm. that's kind of where we are we like to give and so you know I mean he gives and this is just a way for us to give back to the community too and I mean you know just continue to give to the Association and the seniors that you know is important to us and you know just to go ahead and share that lifestyle yeah well,
1: and kind of like Ashley said a while ago we have some little boys that come over to rope with us uh, they live just right right next door and they ride their horse over there every day
2: Rain, well, sleet, snow, it doesn't matter. No, it's <laughs> snowing. they'll
1: be in the barn. And I'm like, you know, if you want to ride in that cold rain, I'll turn you out cattle. And uh, and Luke, uh, I call him Skywalker, but he uh, he started uh, winter before last. And then uh, last winter, he won, won him a buckle and everything down here at uh, at, at uh, Perry. Perry yeah. At their rodeo. And then this year have their finals this weekend and he and he's got a shot to win a saddle in the in the breakaway. In the OJRA. In the OJRA. Yes. So he, wow. he, he really works at it. And I don't mind helping kids as long as they they want to work at it and they you know, I don't I don't allow any drugs, I don't allow any drinking, I don't allow any of that around me. And uh, they they're they're good kids.
2: Luke also does the, they do, he has a junior, they, he's on a junior ranch. They're yeah, in the a junior ranch road here
1: too. I think yeah, they have it Saturday. for during
2: the Ben Johnson, ben Johnson days. days. The, he has a team, the Cracker Cattle Co., and he's on another little team. I don't remember that, but um, he does do that. So, you know, they're very active in the community as well and stuff. And so it's nice to see. You know rod has success in the arena but it's also nice to see these kids you know they're doing what they love and i mean that's what it's about you know is helping the next generation and growing them up and you know helping them live their dreams you know rod's lived his we're still living ours but it's nice to see this next generation you know just growing up and you know because they're going to be the ones that's putting these events on that you know before long and you know they already are competing in it so that's
0: really cool right yeah well I'm sitting here and what crossed my mind is I thought well y'all have made history and now investing in these kids you're leaving a legacy that's gonna outlive you both through those kids lives I hope and uh, living the dream making a difference keeping Pahaska Western Mm-hmm. And put it on the map as steer-rope and yes. Capital
1: of the World. That's right. We we've we've got it, you know. Senator Dahl put it here for us, and so it, it it's for us to keep keep moving it forward. Yeah. You know. I
0: love that and, way of life. And, uh, it just it's a good way of life for kids. Yes, it's, ma'am. It, it gets just them off the streets.
1: Gets them character. off. Uh, you know, off the, the to where they they have something to do to mess with their horses and yeah. and uh, and take care of it. And, yeah. And, uh, it's. And we've got a lot of good kids around here that want to rope, and a lot of kids that want to, you know, uh, take care of their animals and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like you said, it's, and it don't matter what, where you're at, Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas, wherever, uh, you, you gotta have someone there that, that can kind of teach those kids what they need to do. And a lot of people ask me, say, well, what do you, what do you tell someone later on? And I said, well, I just tell him that he's got to practice. Because five time world champion Shope Webster told me one time, I was talking to him and I said, So I said, um, how long did it take you to learn how to rope steers? He said, Well, I learn every day. And he said, But one thing I learned, the more I practiced, the luckier I got. There you go. And so that's, <laughs> <laughs> there's that. that's there's a lesson in that. That's a Yeah, you know? Yeah.
0: Oh gosh. So Well, I just want to invite everybody out. Come on out to the yes. Johnson Days. Yep. Come out to the Buddy Hartness Memorial Steer Roping Friday, ten a.m. ten a.m.
1: We have a, a PRC Announcer of the Year, Jim Thompson. I love him Beans. from uh, South Dakota. He's flying all the way down to do my roping, and uh, he's a really, really good friend of mine. He's a he's a he's an ambassador for uh, steer, steer roping, roping. and um, so he's he, he he just loves coming down here and doing it. He's a really good friend of mine and, I, and, and he researches all the, all the roping. And I really think people will enjoy it because yeah, no. I'm not taking anything away from the new ropers, the new generation, but most of your seniors do it right to where it's not just throwing it and jumping off your horse to where it's way it's supposed to be when it was originally put in here by Bob Smith and some of those guys that started the Ben Johnson years ago and, uh, but, but...
0: We well, all... Thanks for coming in. Well, thank evening. you. Thank you for having us. Good luck with your job. and you're doing, you.
1: You're doing a great job. And, and, uh, we appreciate you. Thank you. Well, yeah. If you ever need anything, need a horse riding lesson, come out. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, hey, everyone. This is, is Kelly Blaine, with the Osage Knit Podcast. Y'all come see us in Osage County. You'll never meet a stranger, just friends and neighbors, because that's the way we like it, and the place where the smiles are always free. Y'all check us out online at visittheosage.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank All you are yeah.